You're listening to WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. The time is 11.59. You were just listening to Grandmasters with chess grandmaster Jean-Paul Pierre Caravaggio. In tonight's episode, he extrapolated the French defense. Join him next week when he breaks down the Italian game. Grandmasters, that's Grandmasters with a Z, Cozy Corner's first and only chess radio show. The temperature is 57 degrees with a slight chill in the air. Some attribute the dampness to the weather or perhaps to a spell cast by the Cozy Corner Society of Dark Wizards. When we have more information, we will let you know. One quick announcement. It's cow tipping season. Mayor Lucius Morningstar has asked all of our young people to please not tip cows. Cows are for sacrificing only. It's midnight, the witching hour. Time for WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio's most modestly rated show, The Late Night Fright, with Dan and Faith. Stay spooky, cookies. Welcome to the Graveyard Shift here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, host of the most moderately rated show on WKMF, The Late Night Fright. With me, as always, is my very sporty and my very moderate co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. <laughs> hi, Faith. <laughs> Faith, let us travel back tonight Okay. through the mists of time. Would you like to know our destination? Yes. The 80s. All right. The 80s, Faith. (laughs) The 80s were the time of Ronald Reagan, the video store, New Coke, Transformers, Back to the Future, MTV, and the band we're going to talk about tonight. Faith, who are they? Huey Lewis and the News. Huey Lewis and the News. This is a little different. Now, you're probably wondering, why are you moderately rated talk show hosts (laughs) talking about Huey Lewis and the News? Well, two reasons. Two reasons. First off, they have a new album out, which we're going to talk about. And we're also going to be looking at the video for their big hit song, Doing It All For My Baby, from their 1986 album, Four. And if you haven't seen this video, Faith, I, I think they need to see it. Yeah. You need to see it, especially if you're a fan of old horror films. Yes. So, <laughs> so the new album is called Weather. The song and video is Doing It All For My Baby. Faith, there was a time the M... In MTV stood for music and not miscellaneous. Right. <laughs> I want to start tonight's show off with a question. I don't know if you have an answer for this. I don't have an answer for this. Okay. Maybe together we can put our <laughs> noggins together and come up with an answer. All right. Faith, what happened? I have no idea. <laughs> what happened? It's it. Like teenagers got pregnant and they're like, oh, this is so much better than music. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the last time I saw a video on there. Now, I mean, I'm assuming they still play them on occasion. I have no but idea. I don't know. It used to be all music mm-hmm. all the time. It was 24-7. And 
Nowadays, I mean, I swear, I think the M stands for miscellaneous. I can't even tell you what's happening on there, but I have very fond memories of growing up in the 80s with MTV. It was this big cultural thing. You you can't talk about the 80s without talking (laughs) about MTV. And you can't talk about uh, the band we're going to be talking about tonight without talking about MTV because it's kind of funny. I think the week after their debut album came out, MTV went live on the air and (laughs) the videos helped solidify them as a part of that pop landscape in the eighties. And they were turning out some really fun videos. And that's, that's going to be a running theme with this band tonight. Fun. There's a lot of fun. So, uh, faith knows this. I, um, I'm trying to figure out the most eloquent way to put this. Um, Huey Lewis in the news, their their music gives me a soul boner. It <laughs> it's um I was gonna say obsessed, but it's soul uh, it's, boner might yeah, work a little more. <laughs> they are one of the rocks upon which my musical church is built for real. I'm not I'm not being funny about that. Um here's a brief history of the news. They come from the Bay Area, they are from San Francisco. They came together. It was a joining of forces between two bands, Clover and Soundhole. I love the name of that band, Soundhole. 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 Uh, they first gigged together at a club called Uncle Charlie's under the name American Express. They were the Monday Night Band. They got a manager. They changed their name because they were worried about getting sued. <laughs> The rest is history. They became one of the biggest selling acts of the 1980s. To date, they've released 10 studio albums along with the greatest hits compilation and a live album. Faith, before we get too far into this, I'm going to give my reasons for this, but uh, you really love this band, don't you? I really you? do. You really do? I really do. Why, why do you love them? What, what is it about this, uh, this concoction that, that keeps you coming back? They make you feel good and just everything sounds good, you know? And I know you can agree with me on that. Yes, absolutely I can. Yeah, they just have this sound and this feel that's so, um, I don't know, it just feels good to listen to. It really does. Um, it's a shame because for a while in the 90s after their run and actually uh sometime during their run they kind of became a punchline for some reason i don't know what the deal was there you know it was kind of cool for a while to mm-hmm. knock on huey lewis in the news you know american psycho has the scene with <laughs> hey do you like huey lewis in the news and i swear to god if you go on youtube right now pull up any huey lewis clip interview video live performance somebody's gonna have the patrick bateman quote <laughs> down there in, in its entirety and it it kind of gets old after a yeah. while you know, and he right. parodied it, uh, parodied it on uh, what is it, uh, Funny or Die, with mm-hmm. Al Yankovic. So I mean, he's got a good sense of humor about it. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it came this kind of punchline for a while. But I'd like to recommend to everyone there is a YouTuber out there named Professor of Rock, and he has a video out called "Let's Give Huey Lewis the Credit He Deserves," and he really goes into a nice breakdown of what makes the band so special and and their sound so unique. And uh, the the great elements that come together, and um, so he kind of is a little more in depth than I'm about to. But for me, it's just the the mixing of American rock and roll with mm-hmm. rhythm and blues, and soul music with doo-wop Beach Boy style <laughs> harmonies over the top, with amazingly melodic songs, with some neat changes at times, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you listen to a track like "If This Is It." from the sports album from 1983 it's got a couple of neat little changes in it and those beach boy harmonies are carrying it and and nice melody and the playing is so good and it harkens back to the 50s and 60s so 
I, I've said this for years and I stand by it. I think Huey Lewis and the News are one of the greatest American bands of all time. And, and it's just American music. With that said, there is an element of British pub rock to it, too, which yeah. is which is kind of cool. And I'd like this. Uh, I'd like to say this. The band that Huey was in, Clover, he and the keyboardist Sean Hopper were in that band. And nice little bit of music trivia. They were in England recording. And Huey had hmm. hooked up with uh, Phil Lynott of Thin Lizzy. He's on a couple of uh, Thin Lizzy albums. But uh, Sean Hopper and the rhythm section from Clover played on Elvis Costello's debut album, My Aim is True, from 1978. That's cool. So, and when that album celebrated its 30th anniversary uh, recently, they uh, got together and they played, uh, the, the group of musicians played with Costello in London. They That's did some cool. live shows. So, I like that. I mean, the roots of this band go go pretty deep. Soundhole. Uh, the group that the other members of the news were in uh, backed up Van Morrison for a while on tour. So, you know, these are not, you know, just (laughs) these were not uh, publicity fabrications by a record company. These were working musicians. The other anomaly here with this band is Huey and all of the guys were over 30 when they hit big in the 80s. So they were Mm. not, you know, the typical age you'd you'd want, you know, you know, when teeny boppers, these were, (laughs) these were grown men who'd been around and had been playing in clubs and they know what it's like to lug equipment in and out of a, in and out of a venue and (laughs) and all that fun stuff. So, um, but it's all of those elements for me that keep me coming back to it. And this is, you know, as a kid growing up in the eighties, they were everywhere and it just stuck and, and it still (laughs) sticks with me. And I, I really love everything that they've done. Um, it's hard not to. The other, the other great thing here, uh, and in this track, we're going to be talking about. Although we're not going to be talking about the track so much, but um, the Tower Power Horns, who are from across the bridge in Oakland, Tower Power is another Bay Area band. If you don't know who Tower Power is, you need you need to know who they are. You need <laughs> yes. to go and listen to the album Back to Oakland right now. Faith, you're a Tower Power fan. Um, oh yeah. You were you knew who that band was before we had hooked up yes. and, and got to know each other. That's another special band. Yes. <laughs> and the horn now the horn section is on this track. Mm. Uh, the five horn players. Um, Tower of Power is another sound, and the news and Tower of Power go together. You know, it's this magical concoction. I know it's like peanut butter and jelly or something. You know, <laughs> it it really is. It's like it's like syrup on a Sunday. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And, um, you know, they're friendly and they toured together for a while. Huey was instrumental in getting that band back together. Tower Power had disbanded. Uh, seriously, listen to Tower Power. Start off with the Back to Oakland album, then kind of go from there. But um, some great music from the Bay Area. That's the other thing I'm thinking of when I'm looking at this. You know, uh, bands like Sly and the Family Stone and Jefferson mm-hmm. Airplane. You know, they had that whole hippie revolution, yep. you know, in 67. But, I mean, so much good music. We've talked about San Francisco on the show before. Great art, you know, Vertigo from Hitchcock, Dirty Harry, Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. George Lucas, you know, that's kind of their home base. Right. And it's uh, just some great stuff comes special out of place. there. <laughs> it is. It's a special place. Yeah. So the song Doing It All For My Baby was written by Mike Duke. He was in the band Wet Willie of Keep On Smiling Fame. Uh, this song is from the four album. It went to number six. I believe, on the charts in 1987. And I would just like to add that the album Four was indeed their fourth album, and it, but the spelling of Four is F-O-R-E. All right. So <laughs> there you go. This video, though, uh, let's talk about the video because that's, that's, you know, the horror elements in this video. The video is influenced by 
the old Universal and Hammer films, but specifically, <laughs> try getting that out of your mouth. Specifically, specifically, uh, the 1935 film <laughs> Bride of Frankenstein. So, Faith, what did you think of the video for doing it all for my baby? This video is so cool. I I don't know if I've ever seen a Bride of Frankenstein music video. Have we ever seen one? Do we know? Is there anything similar to it? Um, not I mean, off of the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, this is really cool. It was so much fun to watch. I was like, yes, this is awesome. People need to, need to do this. <laughs> it's it's fun in its own right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's even more fun because of the horror stuff and like just the... Uh, how Some they're the, all kind of double characters and stuff, and just yeah. sit, they seem like they're having fun. That's why absolutely it's so much fun to watch. And uh, this is the kind of thing they used to do on MTV when it was music television, because uh, this video is eight minutes long. And if you haven't mm-hmm. seen this video, it's on YouTube. It's uh, on the Huey Vivo, and uh, it's available. Watch it in its entirety because it's so much fun. There's kind of a little story and some humor, like a lot mm-hmm. of like fun humor in it. Um, but the videos at times could be like little short films, not just clips, you know, of the band playing the song, but right. they could do short films. And that harkens back to maybe the greatest music video of all time, Thriller by mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. Um, were you catching a, a Thriller influence? A little bit, here? Yeah. I, I don't think this is as serious-minded as Thriller. Thriller right. is <laughs> like this great piece of art, right. you know, and this, and I think this is artistic, but this is I think it's more artistic, of, but I feel like it feels more like of a... Just fun, comedic way, you know, yeah. kind of <laughs> just have yeah. fun with it. <laughs> the uh, what I love about it is the late night, uh, late night TV horror vibe to it. Like you'd, you'd be up flipping channels, you know, at yes. uh, at ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and this is like the movie that you land on that like mm-hmm. Boris. Well, obviously Boris was in the original <laughs> film, but you know, kind of that 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 B movie. You yes. know, thing, and they they really throw in every horror movie cliche here. I mean, you've got the mad scientist, you got the grave diggers, you know, you've got the other uh, hunchback assistant, you've got the uh, strange butler, you know, the cobwebs, the uh, uh, the little heads in the jars, you yes. know, the mad scientist element of it is really played up. But uh, the question I want to ask you is, wouldn't you have liked to have been in the meeting where they started putting this together? Because <laughs> The song yes. <laughs> Doing It All For My Baby is uh, a very nice rhythm and blues-influenced uh, rock and roll. Uh, it's, it's not a not ballad. Not horrific at all. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of up mid-tempo, mm-hmm. you know, big horn. Sounds like an R&B style, you know, rock tune and, uh, you know, sweet lyrics, you know. And um, But I'd love to be in the meeting when they were like, hey, guys, you know what would be great? Let's do Frankenstein. Right. Let's do Frankenstein. Do we know who came up with this idea? Or? I've heard him say in interviews before that the band came up with all every. They okay. produced all the albums. They came up with all the the concepts and everything for uh, for the videos and things like that. So, um, the bass player Mario Cipollina, who's one of the finest bass players I believe, you know, to to in that era in any era, he. Uh, if you're a, if you're a musician to kind of go off on this little tangent, his bass lines are everything bass lines should be. They're supportive, and they just pump. They're they're amazing. But he's big, tall guy, and he's got this presence about him. And he's playing a character on stage too. If you, Faith, you've seen him on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not with the band anymore, but he had the sunglasses on, the leather jacket, <laughs> cigarette always hanging out of his mouth, right? Yes. And the kind of mysterious persona. And I've heard interviews with him and. I've actually talked to a few people who've met him and they say he's like the nicest guy in the world. It's just a character, but 
he really is a standout here mm-hmm. as not only himself, because uh, to set this up, the band is in their van. They're going to a gig or or somewhere. It's at night. They get a flat tire. They get out to change it. Huey gets under the car. He's crushed. They just leave him. They just let's go get something to eat. <laughs> Mario has a great line. Eh, let's get something to eat. You know, and they end up at the at the castle. They get killed. But uh, you said the double, you know, they play mm-hmm. the double characters and Mario plays the uh, the uh, servant who answers the door. And the green <laughs> it still it still makes me laugh when, you know, he answers the door. You know, what's happening? <laughs> Come on in. This is not something that takes itself too seriously no (laughs) which 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 i like um they just seem like they're having a lot of fun what were the things you were enjoying the elements from from this oh my gosh the uh the hunchback playing the piano that is a keyboardist sean hopper uh (laughs) as we said uh he was on the 1978 elvis costello my aim is true is a mainstay in the music scene and he plays the hunchback and he steals this video for me he's to me the funniest (laughs) element of this um and then uh huey dressed as a mad scientist yeah of course (laughs) did he not look like doc brown i was literally just about to say that i was just about to say that yes he did (laughs) what did what kind of what do you like from it uh, I like the tower power horns are chained up to the wall and they're kind of floating a little bit. Yes. Um, I like the uh, news. The, their heads are in the jars singing yeah. back up. Uh, the two headed monster <laughs> played by drummer Bill Gibson and Mario Cipollina playing the guitar. I, I like I like the whole, the whole thing, thing. <laughs> the vibe of this and the uh, uh, my favorite little bit, though, is. He's using the beaker that's smoking as a microphone, yes. <laughs> and he's, he's singing the song. Now, Huey is on record as saying this was his least favorite video to make because of all the, the makeup mm-hmm. stuff that they had to do. I could imagine. And he also plays the Frankenstein monster. He's, mm-hmm. in, he's in full Frankenstein monster uh, getup. And it's, it's, it's really – it's just a fun video. And the thing about this time – period there was a lot more fun to be had i think with things but mm-hmm. it, but the fun element of this band not taking itself too seriously not taking this this fame thing too seriously the music they take seriously but even the music is fun right and and i, I want to add just because it's fun doesn't mean that there's not any depth or sincerity to it there's plenty of depth mm-hmm. and it, like i said the plan is so wonderful on all of their music and this tune in particular they do a really great job but <laughs> I, I just, you know, this thing is out there and I don't know how many people know about it these days because we're talking now 32 years, but right. this eight minute short film that is Bride of Frankenstein <laughs> and is hysterical and will and will make your day, it will make you giggle. I think it's like even better because like, like we said, the song has nothing to do. <laughs> Absolutely like nothing to do with it. it's the last song you would picture, but it works somehow. <laughs> It was pretty funny. I was. I, it's on YouTube, and I, I like to scroll the comments just to see. And it's really nice seeing the reaction to it from people like these days. Like, man, I forgot about this video. You know, or <laughs> it's been years, or I haven't seen this. How, how much fun is this? And my favorite comment was somebody wrote, and I'm quoting here, them white boys done thriller, <laughs> which I thought was was really funny. Um, oh, my gosh. And, I mean, I guess you could make the, the line back to thriller, because of the horror stuff, right. you know, but this is such a completely different beast. Uh, but also, in a way, shows the influence of Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, doing a longer form music yeah. video here. But uh, the the love of the old Universal and Hammer films, I think, comes through here. Oh did, yeah, did you get oh, absolutely? Did you get that? Yes. Yeah. 
I, I don't know who came up with it. I was trying to find out who directed it. I couldn't get any credits mm-hmm. on it. Um, the woman playing the bride is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love they do her up just like the bride. She made me laugh when he transformed back to Huey and she screams. <laughs> yes, there's a there's a great. I mean, it's the same thing where you know the bride screams, but it's actually Huey it's himself. Huey and <laughs> they just they made me laugh. It, they just seem like they're having a fun time. Uh-huh. And this episode is for no other reason. We want to talk about his new album and talk about um, some things going on with that. But we also wanted to talk about this because it's so fun. The horror influence is there. If you like the old movies, you're gonna love this video. I really, I really think you're gonna get a yeah, kick out of it. It's and <laughs> I, anytime I get to talk about Huey Lewis and the News, I'm very excited. Faith knows this. There were I know this. <laughs> maybe my favorite band of all time, and that's including the Beatles. You know, yeah. So uh, check out this video. It is available on YouTube. And as I said, please check out the YouTuber Professor of Rock. And his uh, video breakdown, let's give Huey Lewis the credit he deserves. I think that is, uh, if you're interested in this music, that's something that's uh, worth your time to check out. He really goes into, I believe it's the power of love he breaks down, which uh, is very cool musically. And it's and it's in layman's terms. You don't need to be a musician to get it. He'll they'll explain. But it's it really gets into why this music is so cool. And let me ask this question before we get into weather. Um do you think this 80s output, because there were so many hits you know, during mm-hmm. this time. They're one of the biggest selling artists of all time. Um, do you think it's timeless? Has it, has it gotten into that timeless category now? I, I think so. I would say so, yeah. I don't think it even sounds like 80s music. No, I don't I really think so don't. either. <laughs> I really don't. The, uh, before we take a break, that, that big run there in the 80s, uh, do you have a favorite of his oh. from that run? And it's okay if you name more. I mean, it's several I'm, of the hits. I'm going to go with uh, "If This Is It," that's, which I that's think where is gonna go. just a great song. Yeah, and, every time uh, it comes on, I feel like you just want to sing along. It's too. So it's a gore. I think it's a gorgeous yeah. tune. Uh, and then the power of love, yeah. uh, which musically is just such an. If if you're a musician out there and uh, you haven't checked out, like sat down to learn this tune. It starts off in C major, and then the verses are in C minor, and it's got these really nice, weird permutations to it. It's gorgeous. That bridge on that tune, the they they say that all in love is fair part mm-hmm. is gorgeous. That's one of my favorite bits of music. Yeah, it's really ever. good. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot, but if I had to pick one, it's going to be one of those yeah. two. Uh, but then a track uh, like uh, "Hope You Love Me Like You Say You Do" is is That's another great one. track. So. There's so many. There's so many. And one final question before we take a break. Mm-hmm. I, I know the answer to this, but I want to talk about it here. Do you feel like, and I don't want to be one of these guys saying there's no good music out there. There's always great music out there. You know, it, it does it feel like on a whole, though, music back then, and I'm not trying to say that older music is better, but it, it was just more available, you know, yeah. like it. it does it feel like on a whole, like the, the pop stuff, oh, you know, yeah. the top 40 stuff was better than what we oh, have today? Absolutely. I mean, I'm, you know, I love music. <laughs> I know you do. I go back to, I mean, decades. I mean, because new music today just doesn't, doesn't connect. I mean, there, there are artists that I listen to today, obviously, that I love. Right. Like you said, as a whole, I'm not, let me go listen to the top 40 or top 100 list of what's new. Like, abs- that's not, it just doesn't click. The way these these type of songs are, you know, this this decade in general, yeah. 
So yeah, I, I feel like I feel like everything coming out today has a it's it, there's a homogeny to it. It sounds alike. Am mm-hmm. I am I wrong no, on that? And if you go back to the time, like when let's say like when sports was on the on the radio, 83, 84, mm-hmm. 85, that era. And you look at like what was around it in the top 10. You've got Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Uh, Hall of Notes had a big album at that time. Everything, you know, sounds different. You know, right. there was R&B and rock. Kenny Rogers was huge. It crossed over into the pop market. So, I mean. I feel like everybody kind of had more of an identity. Prince with point, Purple yeah. Rain. You know, Purple mm-hmm. Rain was huge at this time. And you're right. I think there was just you know, more of an identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was room for all of it. Van Halen's 1984 was, you know, yep. think about that. Eddie Van Halen and Huey Lewis and Michael Jackson are all on the charts at the same time. Yeah. You know, and in some cases they're all planned together, like on <laughs> we are the world or Van Halen, Eddie doing the solo on uh, beat it yeah. from the thriller album. You know, it, it's so, I don't know. I, it's a time I, I really look back to now fondly. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it when I was younger been coming up and I enjoyed the 90s but looking back on it now it was it was really kind of special yeah and you could put on music television <laughs> and you could see these people and get exposed to new stuff and different <laughs> right. stuff you know so uh anyway well we are going to take a very short break tonight's show is brought to you by Cozy Corner's newest establishment, Bruno's Basement. Bruno's Basement is our new record store here in Cozy Corner. If you get a chance, please go check them out. We are going to be back after a very short commercial for Bruno's Basement. Until then, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. This is a coyote here to tell you about Bruno's Basement. Bruno's Basement has the finest assortment of vinyl on any side of the Mississippi. We got all the classics. We got rock and roll. We got soul. And we're going to be stopping at all points in between, babies. That's right. Come on down to Bruno's Basement. We got the cure for what ails you. Bruno's Basement, right off a of sacred burial road in the shopping center across from the King's Palace Drive-In Theater. We got all the tunes to keep you up all night howling at the moon. Welcome back to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. We are working the graveyard shift. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We had a discussion during the break. We've decided that we're going to start doing more music here on the show. Mm-hmm. Like she, she looked at me during the break. She goes, we need to do Thriller. And we had talked about it at one point. And there's some other great you know, horror influenced things mm-hmm. out there that we can talk about in music in general. Because yeah. music is a big part of this show and big mm-hmm. big thing for both of us. So uh might be something to look out for in the future. So, well, look speaking, out. huh? <laughs> look out! Look, look out, man! <laughs> Wash my comb my hair really fast. <laughs> Why we're talking about Johnny Bravo? I have no, no idea. No idea. 
So February 14th, Valentine's Day, was marked the release of Huey Lewis and the News, their 10th album entitled Weather. Weather was the working title of sports all the way back in 1983, but at the time he says they didn't know whether it was spelled W-E-A-T-H-E-R or W-H-E-T-H-E-R, and then they couldn't make a decision. So, But uh, we finally have weather, the joke being now we have news, sports, and weather. So... This is a seven-song album, so more of an extended play, an mm-hmm. EP, and kind of sad. We only have seven tracks because Mr. Huey Lewis has contracted Meniere's disease, which is an inner ear disorder, and basically uh, makes his life a living hell, Yeah, I mean- from what I know about it. Uh, the best description that I've heard is if you hear something like a bass line, like a doom, 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 like that mm-hmm. normal, uh, someone's having a, because I think it it's it comes in outburst, like it's uh, flares, mm-hmm. you know, he hears like, you know, oh, just it's all distorted. There's a YouTube video out there I looked up where they talk about what's what someone with this you know, during a flare up would hear. And it's just awful it's awful listen to it because you hear the distortion and then what you're hearing is it sounds like it's a telephone vocal coming through Ooh. you know and this is not something during a flare-up that uh from what i know of this uh, you know hearing him talk about it that can be cured with uh, the use of hearing aids or something like a cochlear implant this mm-hmm. is something more than that right. he can have symptoms of vertigo he mm. can you know all kinds of just awful things um and this is going on 24 7 for him yeah. Now, not the flare-ups, but but right. you know, the symptoms are are there, and he had lost hearing in one ear, and and then this this Meniere started affecting the other, and he said he was doing a show and couldn't find pitch because everything was distorted. Now he can still sing, right? But he can't hear pitch, so it's he doesn't know where he is, and he's testing it, and he's working with people, and he's trying to get better, and so the smart money is on this is the last album that we're going to get from them. Mm-hmm. You know, barring a miracle, but miracles have happened. So right. it's kind of bittersweet in a way. Yeah. And it's bittersweet because this album is really good. It really is. It's really good. Now, seven songs, Faith, uh, we're recording this uh, the day after it came out. So we've I've listened to it twice. I know you, you did a listen to it. Mm-hmm. And we've listened to several tracks more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your overall general impression of Weather? It's, it sounds like Huey. Like you instantly, as soon as it comes on, you know who it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't even have to know. You don't see it. You just know. And I, it's, I love the album. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But they're just fun. <laughs> yeah. We talked about uh, earlier in the show, I said all the reasons I love this band. I said the rock and roll influence, the R&B, the soul, the way the harmonies, uh, the doo-wop and Beach Boy style harmonies, which... Mm-hmm. Which are a little different, uh, but you know uh, those vocal harmonies come together, and then the horns, you know, uh, uh, come together in this, and all of that is here. All of that is mm-hmm. all over this album. This feels like a walk through their discography in a lot of ways. Uh, you've got uh, a '50s cover here, "Pretty Girls Everywhere," which harkens back to their 1994 album Four Chords and Several Years Ago. I would like to say that if you've not heard the Four Chords and Several Years Ago, they do a bunch of tunes uh, from the '50s and '60s as covers. Faith, Faith, and I listen to this album kind of regularly, and 
this is one of the finest albums you'll ever hear. My friend Cade was on the road with a band and they're touring all over America. They're in the Midwest and the drummer in the band uh, heard Cade listening to four chords <laughs> and he goes, man, that's the greatest album ever made. Like <laughs> that's the way I feel about that, that album. If you like old rock and roll, that's the album you know you need to be checking out. That'll, that's a gateway drug into that music. <laughs> Like it's, it's amazing. Like it'll get you into all these artists from the fifties and sixties. Uh, some of them, you know, some of them you might not, but, uh, he does have a cover cover on here. Pretty girls everywhere. But this, when you go through these tracks, there's seven, uh, while we're young is the standout track for me. It's Mm -hmm. the first tune on here. What was impressing me about this is the horns are carrying the groove in a lot of way. You know, it's the melodic hook of the tune and it's also carrying the groove and which is a neat thing. Yeah. Uh, you don't hear this too often. The Mm-mm. way that the way that this track is arranged, it's got these really nice changes. What impressed me now, the man has always been able to turn a phrase, but I like that this is music for adults being written by adults, and it's you know acknowledging the fact that hey, we're getting older, you know, because <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he's he's uh, sixty nine right now. I mean, the wow. band's all pushing seventy for the most part, and. Yes. While we're young, take advantage of opportunity. And I think it's just a wonderful hook about, you know, mm-hmm. getting older. Uh, that, to me, is is the real standout track here. And that's the one that when I hear it, I go, man, that's so classic Huey. Know. You know, and, and and as I said, all of these parts kind of mixing into the whole, you know, this one, this one, it's like, that's Huey. Yeah. You know, that's that's <laughs> the news. That's That's the sound. Uh, Her Love is Killing Me is the first single. Uh, They debuted this on the Jimmy Kimmel show. There's a video. Faith, the video is absolutely wonderful. Uh, We have cameos from his friends uh, lip syncing along to the song. Uh, Brandon Flowers of the Killers is there. He's your favorite, isn't he? Yes, Um, he is. But we also have some of our favorites. Uh, Michael Keaton Mm -hmm. shows up in the video. Joe Montana, Cedric the Entertainer. June Lockhart, the mom from Lost in Space, Jimmy Buffett, you know, Brad Paisley, all these great people show up in the video. What did you think of the video? I love the video. It, it made me excited know, to me see it. I turned into a five-year-old. I was like, oh, it's new Huey Lewis and Michael Keaton's in it. <laughs> yeah, you texted me that Michael Keaton and Brandon Flowers like, oh, my God, I have to watch it right now. <laughs> right, right. Um, that's another great tune. Real heavy blues mm-hmm. influence, R&B blues influence. Uh, we have a soul ballad in the uh, I Am There For You, the third track on this, which reminds me of an Al Green tune. And mm-hmm. has, again, I'm going to say this a bit here, some just beautiful changes, these beautiful jazz soul changes yeah. in it. And great uh, great vocal harmonies in, in the horn line, but it sounds like an old Stax tune, you know, mm-hmm. something out of Memphis. Uh, Hurry Back Baby is a blues shuffle, but a blues shuffle with changes. You know, yeah. and I say that, if you're a musician, you know what I mean. Blues is usually, you know, one, four, five, maybe occasionally, you know, a two five turnaround, but this has like changes to it and a really clever lyric. Uh, Remind me why I loved you again has some great turns of phrases. It's kind of a funk tune reminiscent of something that their buddies in tower of power would do has some of my favorite phrases on the album. Uh, I like rhythm and blues. You like modern country. I think that says everything. Uh, It's a good thing. It's I'm up. You're down. It's a good thing. We got a sleep number bed or something like this. Like it's 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 just really funny and clever. Uh, Pretty girls everywhere is the fifties tune. Uh, great vocal harmonies on that. Were you, yes. Weren't you digging the yes. uh, the arrangement on the on the things? And then I think this really interesting honky tonk track. One of the boys is a country tune that kind of 
kind of made me a little misty eyed when I listened to it because it reminded me of growing to band rehearsals with my uncle and wanting to play, you know, in my first bands and all this. But it, it also puts his situation with uh, with this Meniere's disease, you know, in, right. in perspective. And it's kind of sad when you listen to it and, it's, yeah. and you go, this might be the last track. And yeah. he's, he's going out, you know, you know, on, on this one. And th- yeah. this album, this album's really wonderful. I, I really treasure this album because, yeah. you know, it's very rare that you get this too, where you know this might be the last album somebody mm-hmm. puts out. And uh, with few exceptions where people have said they're done. But, you know, most people, you know, they'll, do something later, you know, right. uh, I know Billy Joel ended it. You know, he went, I'm done back in 92. Cause he, he, he was like, I don't can't top <laughs> what I did here. But, uh, this, like I said, it's bittersweet, but man, if this is the last one, what a, what a treat this is. <laughs> I was going to say that. You know? so did good you, way to end. did you have uh did you have any favorite moments here on this album? Uh, I, I really liked the, what was it? While we're young. While we're I young. I really love that song. It just, like I said, that's the first one. As soon as it comes on, it just feels good. You want to sing and dance Those to it. Those horns. Yeah. <laughs> and that vocal and the, mm-hmm. and the thing is like the melody too, because there's this moment where he really sets up the melody, mm-hmm. you know, while we're young, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it just drives everything yeah. to this next level. Uh, I would also like to add the album sounds fantastic. And what I mean is the mix is Mm -hmm. so good on this. And here's a revolutionary idea. And if if there are any kids out there listening, see, there used to be this thing where musicians would get together with instruments and play in a room together. (laughs) And they recorded this all together in a room isn't that you know <laughs> revolutionary miraculous. <laughs> because you know it's so easy these days to just you know track things and and do that but yep. uh they are notorious for being together in a room yeah, and recording that's so that's the way it should be <laughs> so when you're hearing this music this is as live mm-hmm. as it's going to get yep. you know now the vocals and things like that might be overdubbed at times you know but right. uh the, but the plane is live and it's it's just fantastic to hear this, but uh, you know I don't want to sound like the old dude, but you know this is how they used to make albums <laughs> this way, you know, and that's where the sound of a band comes from mm-hmm. is playing together as a band, as a band, <laughs> as one unit. They're uh, they're really fantastic. This album is fantastic. He's fantastic. If uh, you get a chance, he's been he's been making the interview circuit, and it's been a lot of fun, and uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it's bittersweet in a lot of ways, uh, but he seems to be doing really well. And we talked about him on the show because we had tried to get him one, yeah. like when we started this show. And his management actually got back in touch mm-hmm. with us, so he was at least aware that we were reaching out. Now they were probably what, what did he say? What was the message? They were they were busy, and they were probably right. getting this together. Yeah. Now with him having treatments and all this mm-hmm. for this thing, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So, um, but they were very nice. The fact that someone got back in touch with us was what was what no, no. you know really really got to me and yeah. uh they couldn't have been more gracious and it was more of a thing like hey we we're not gonna be able to do this now right you know kind of thing but uh you know we had said uh you know send him our best and and miss uh nina bombardier who works for hulex his, <laughs> his uh, company she she said i will pass that along and he said thanks and i mean it was so it wasn't any anything you know right. other than hey we can't do this right now but it was so sweet of them to get back in touch with us. So I think that's, this is how he is and that organization is. Right. And it was uh, really great. And I sent Nina a message from us saying that we love the album and, nice. uh, and for no other reason than, <laughs> Hey, just, you know, send our love along. So, but, uh, like remind him again that he needs to be, he needs to be on the show. Yeah. I, I thought it was really wonderful though, that, uh, that, like I said, you know, it's the best rejection I've ever gotten. <laughs> I didn't even think it was a rejection, you know, but, uh, 
it's fantastic. He's out there making the rounds if you get a chance. And like I said, uh, the doing it all from a baby video, which is the excuse we use to <laughs> to do this, uh, influenced by the old horror horror Don't movies. Don't lie, is, you would have done this. I would have. I would have. Regardless, I would have. It was. It was such a Valentine's Day treat, you know, because it was so it's like funny. The only thing good about Valentine's. Day. It was the only thing good. Yeah, uh, the weather coming out, and then I saw the video. And I texted my sister because uh, Michael Keaton and Joe Montana are in the video, and I'm a huge fan of both of them. And she, and her response was, "Well, happy Valentine's Day and a very merry Christmas too." <laughs> so, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Like I said, if you like good music, if you like American music, and I mean that sincerely, if you like American music, rock and roll, rhythm and blues, this is these are our things here in America. <laughs> this is it. Check out Weather by Huey Lewis and the News. It is available everywhere. Uh, it is, uh, I believe, $7.99 on iTunes. And this is well worth 30 minutes. The album clocks in at about 30 minutes. And if, you, and if, you're, if you're a fan like I am, if you're a fan like Faith is, uh, or maybe you just know their music from the radio, the top 40 hits, go back into their discography. I can't tell you. There's some really great hidden tracks that didn't make radio play that are really, really wonderful and worth your time. And again, this is just a celebration of music here, and we have made the decision. We're going to be talking more about music yes, on this show. we definitely so, need to. And I'm... I'm I feel pretty confident saying that Thriller will probably be oh, our yeah. next our next uh, music video that we talk about. Yeah, how we haven't talked about it already is mind blowing. It's 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 yeah yeah that's and that's a shame on us. So uh, well, thank you to Bruno's Basement for sponsoring the show. Thank you to Huey Lewis and the News for the great album. Thank you for all of the great music and all the great memories. We certainly hope that you get better soon. Um, yes. It would be great to see you out there. And if we can't see you out there, it'd be great just to know that you're doing better than you are. But uh, all of our best to you. And uh, seriously, I can't overstate this. Check out weather and check out doing it all from a baby. It'll make you it'll make your day. It's yes. just a lot of fun. <laughs> And check out Bride of Frankenstein. If you have not seen that film, you need to see that film. And check out our episode on Bride of Frankenstein. That is available wherever podcasts can be found, along with all of the episodes of The Late Night nice Fright. Nice plug. Thank you, Faith. <laughs> Getting to be pretty good at this. So, Well, our time has come to an end. It is, uh, it is time for us to close up shop here faith what should we tell them to keep on a leash what do you think hmm. their news should they keep the news on a leash sure. why not <laughs> why not how about mtv sure. keep their mtv on a leash <laughs> yeah i miss my mtv do you yeah i do too all right well i am dan and i am faith and we want you to keep, keep your, your mtv, MTV on, on a leash. leash we'll see you on the other side i miss my mtv